Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Pop Rewind Podcast, brought to you by poprewind.com. I'm Lee. And I'm Linz. And this time we're going to be talking about strange things we believed as kids. Now, what do we what do we mean by that? Uh, I mean things that either our parents told us some strange lies that we believed, or maybe our brains, our six-year-old brains thought something that really affected us. Okay, okay. So your parents lied to you when you were a kid? Don't all parents lie to their kids? No. 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 Oh. Oh. <laughs> you know, I think mine aren't so much like lies my parents told me, but things that I misunderstood. Yeah, there's a lot of that, too. I thought the movie Short Circuit was called Who's Johnny? And every time I wanted to see it, I would ask if I could watch Who's Johnny? Yeah. Wow. So what are some of yours? A lot of mine are things that my mom told me were true that were not true. And I think the biggest one that affected me the most was that I was allergic to cats. Wouldn't you know that you were allergic to cats? You would think so. My mom told me when I was really young, maybe like third or fourth grade or something, that I was allergic to cats. And, you know, my neighbors had cats and my friends had cats. She even took me to the doctor. The doctor prescribed me Claritin to combat these cat allergies that I didn't have. So you aren't allergic to cats? I'm not. No, I, you know, my best friend has a cat and I'll go over there and harass this cat. I have no allergies whatsoever. Have you confronted your mom about this lie? Oh yeah, she admits it now. Like I thought I was allergic to cats up until maybe five years ago. So she went through the trouble of going and getting you prescription allergy medicine. She drugged me. To keep the lie alive. Wow. Well, we have a surprise for for you, Lindsay. Uh, here is your mom. Oh. Oh, no, this isn't Mari. No, but I, I have confronted her about it, and she was like, yeah, you were bugging me to get a cat, and I didn't want to hear it anymore. Oh, my gosh. That's was ridiculous. Like, That's a long way to go. You could have just told me no, so I did tell you no. Wow. Well, you know, that's not too... Dissimilar. My mom told me that I couldn't have NutraSweet because it would make me hyper. Now, NutraSweet, that's the fake sugar, right? Yeah, that's like what's in, or at least was, I don't know if it still is, in Diet Coke. Yeah. And so, I could never have Diet Soda when I was a kid. And to this day, I still have no taste for it. Like, when I have a Diet Soda, I'm like, ugh, really? You don't have regular... Because I can't stand the taste of it. And I think it's because I grew up never having it because my mom said NutraSweet would make me hyper. So what was her idea behind that? That she didn't want me to be hyper? I don't know. I've never <laughs> never really inquired again as an adult. I've just assumed that I can't have NutraSweet. Well, because no, you would think actual sugar sodas would make you hyper as opposed to the fake ones. Right. So what is the logic there? Mom logic. Mom logic. She probably logic. just didn't want to buy you like Diet Mountain Dew or something. No, but the or weird... she didn't. Did did she drink uh, NutraSweet Diet Coke or anything? No, she would only drink Sprite because we couldn't have sodas that weren't clear. Why couldn't you have sodas that weren't clear? I don't know. So like, Crystal Pepsi was okay. So I think that's why I liked Crystal Pepsi so much as a kid. <laughs> and also. I would always end up getting Sprite if I were sick. Like, if I had a, an upset stomach or something, it was like, oh, drink some Sprite. You'll feel better. And to this day, I'll still, like, go out to the store and get Sprite or 7-Up if I have a stomach ache. Really? Yeah. I would, like, I guess the the common one would be ginger ale for an upset stomach, like flat ginger ale. Yeah, sometimes I'll use that, too. 
Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard Sprite for that, though. Yeah, Sprite or 7-Up. So what what else from your childhood was a problem for you? Uh, well, this one I don't quite remember, but it was another lie that my mom told me. Uh, I was very, very young at the time, and she loves this story. So I was probably about two years old around that time where you would be kind of weaned off your pacifier. And my mom, I, I don't know if she just didn't know how to go about weaning me off or she was just like, you know, I'm an older mom. I don't need to bother with this. So when my last pacifier was, I guess, like done, used up, whatever, I wanted another one. And she's like, no, Lindsay, they don't make those anymore. And I was like, oh, okay, that, that seems reasonable. So you got the last pacifier ever? I thought so until we went to the store and I looked over and I saw a kid with a pacifier and I was like, wait, how come he's got a pacifier? Mom's like, he got the very last one. Oh, you got the second to last one. I know. And I was like, no, that also seems reasonable. All right. And then I was like over it. Wow. You know, they still make them, right? (laughs) I know. My friend's kids all have pacifiers. I'm like, hold the phone. What is this? Wow. That's pretty ridiculous. I mean, it worked, and, you know, I was cool with it. It wasn't, I never cried about it, I guess. Okay. Well, I guess yeah. that's, a, that's a good thing, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, it's funny how you can have these misinterpretations of the world when you're a kid, right? Yeah. There are things that you believe just because the logic comes into your life early on, and maybe that's wrong for years. And I don't know about you, but for me, one instance of that is... When I was a kid, the Koopas in Super Mario Brothers, the first one for NES, they were introduced to me as ducks. They were called ducks. Ducks. I don't know why. I don't see them as ducks. Turtles, yeah. Well, now I call them Koopas. But at the time, I just knew them as ducks. You know, there were some with wings. They would bounce. I'm like, well, surely these aren't turtles. Ducks might bounce. They have wings. (laughs) And so every once in a while, I'll still refer to them as ducks. And whoever I'm playing video games with will give me kind of a hard time. Like, oh, come on. Really? I'm like, yeah, I know. Okay. I know. I, I can I can concede the wings, but I mean, those things clearly have turtle shells. They do have turtle shells, but I thought they were ducks in turtle shells. I, I That kind of reminds me of uh, when I would play different video games with my friends, any of the Sonic games, really, and they would have the rings, and my friends would call them coins or oh pennies gosh. for some reason. Yeah, pennies. I don't get the penny. What game are you collecting pennies on? Well, whenever I would play Mario Brothers, uh, my dad would call them pennies. He'd be like, get all the pennies. (laughs) Yeah. It's like an old-timey game. Maybe. So to me, there's still pennies. There's another one. Yeah. All right. So now that we've made fun of me for a bit, what's another one of your strange things? Oh, here's a good one that uh, everyone can make fun of me on, because from the people who know me and know this story, I... I still hear about it. And? And it is the tale of my first true love. Aww. Aww well, this is going to be a cute story. Oh, no, it's not. Uh, so It's going to be a sad story. <laughs> when I was young, obviously, even before I started kindergarten, I would always watch the Jetsons, and I developed a crush on George Jetson. Well, you could do worse. I could, but this wasn't just like, oh, teehee, I think Tuxedo Mask from Sailor Moon is cute. This was like, I was planning a life together with him. Uh, my mom actually, because I would keep talking about George Jetson, my mom was like, 
Lindsay, he's married. I was like, that's okay. I was like, well, what about Jane? What's she going to do? She can live with us. <laughs> like, I was down for some weird three-way action when I was like five. I was pretty open about things. Wow. Wow. Yeah, but it got to the point where I had a couple male neighbors. They were around my age, and one of them had had a crush on me around this point. That did not last long. Uh, but he would get jealous because I would talk about George and... I guess I was doing this in front of his mom, too. And finally, one day, his mom came over to my mom and was like, who is this George guy Lindsay keeps talking about? He sounds fantastic. Like, who? You know, I know all the kids in the neighborhood. Who, who's George? And my mom just burst out laughing. And she was like, no, <laughs> she's talking about George Jetson. Like, even in kindergarten, I was convinced I would get married to him. And my mom had to sit me down and be like, Lindsay, cartoons are not real. Oh, my gosh. Like, it was bad. But I kind of attribute this to my love of redheads. Well, that's an interesting way to sum up that story. Yeah. Going back, like, now I'm talking, I feel like I'm talking to a therapist. Well, this this does make sense about my choice in men later in life. So, when the Jetsons movie came out, did you just flip out? Because <laughs> yeah. I was like 90, 91, somewhere around there, right? Yeah, I went opening day and they had, obviously, of course I went opening day. And they had this uh, Kool-Aid special. Like if you brought in a certain amount of Kool-Aid points, you got this little Jetsons toy. Oh, nice. And I was all about it. Except when I got it, I found that George Jetson was not in the toy. Wait, what? Yeah, it was the kids and the dog. But he's the main guy on the show. I, I was pretty bummed. Wow. So, have you gotten over the heartbreak? Has time healed that wound? I still, every time I see something about the Jetsons online, my heart kind of skips a beat. Oh, wow. Yeah. I I didn't realize it was that strong. It was deep love. Oh, man. But it's funny because, I don't know, maybe I had a hard time with, my parents maybe should have spent more time with me (laughs) instead of just making me watch cartoons. My parents were wonderful parents. I, I feel like I'm you know, being mean about it, but I did watch a lot of cartoons and I actually thought that cartoon gravity was a thing. Where like you'd run off a cliff and then look down and fall? Yeah, exactly. I watched a lot of Looney Tunes and I remember we had this like really, we had, it was a long coffee table and it was a really sturdy, heavy, like good furniture kind. So I cleared it off. I got up on one end and I just kind of like looked up so I wouldn't see my feet, and I decided to test this. I was probably four or five at the time. So I walked across the coffee table to see if I would fall or not, or if I could walk on air. And of course, once I hit the end of the coffee table, I fell on my face. Yeah. Did you ever try it a second time? No, cartoon gravity is not real. I just needed to do it the once. Actually, it is, but you did it wrong. You, what? You didn't have the little sign that you could flip around that says yipes. <laughs> You've got to do that. I don't think I can stand on my glass top coffee table, but when I find someone with a nice long wooden one... Oh, okay. I'll give it a go. Yeah. No, don't. That would be a bad idea. (laughs) Those aren't the only TV myths that you had. I remember a story you told me once about another TV show that influenced your childhood. (laughs) Are you going to share that? I guess you already shared it on Twitter. There's, There's not much story to it other than... I used to, and I guess still do, watch a lot of Small Wonder, and was convinced when I was younger that I was some kind of Small Wonder robot girl and could be plugged into the wall. I actually dressed up as Small Wonder for Halloween, probably in 2002 or so. Wow. 
Yeah, <laughs> I was a late bloomer. Wow. And now that Small Wonder is on TV again, is this coming back to you? It is. It is. It's enjoyable to watch because it's just awful. I've had uh, influences from a few TV shows as well. I can't say anything, you know, of the caliber of Small Wonder <laughs> or the Jetsons, but I was really, really into Ghostbusters growing up. You still are. I like them a lot still, yeah. But, you know, I was always watching the cartoon. I had the toys. They had a lot of, I guess what they're called is role-playing toys, where you would put on a proton pack. Like, it's not an action right. figure. It's like you become the character. Yeah. And there are kids that grow up and they want to be firefighters or a doctor or whatever. I grew up wanting to be a Ghostbuster. And <laughs> That's not an actual line of work. I know, right? And so, like, probably until around age 15, it was still in the back of my mind, like, oh, yeah, going to be a Ghostbuster. And Even then, at like, 15? Yeah. And then I think one day I finally thought about it. And I'm like, you know, when people start asking you, so what are you going to go to school for? What are you going to do when you grow up? You know, when, you, when I got to kind of that age, I was like, uh, oh, man, I guess I can't be a Ghostbuster. Dang. <laughs> you know, I was pretty disappointed. I mean, I guess nowadays you see all those paranormal explorer type shows on TV. Yeah, but it's not quite the same, right? No. No, I want the traps and stuff. And the Ectomobile. And the Slimer. No. But I would drink the Ecto Cooler. <laughs> wow, this podcast should be retitled Disappointments <laughs> of Adolescence. Because you had your Jetsons yeah. thing, I had my Ghostbusters thing. And then there's the Beastie Boys thing, and it's just like... The Beastie Boys thing? Yeah, the... Oh, you don't know about the Beastie Boys thing. (laughs) What is the Beastie Boys thing? So, uh, I had this really specific memory when I was a kid that turned out to be totally wrong. Okay. uh, So, you know the, the Michael Jackson song, Bad? Yeah. Well, I always thought that was sung by the Beastie Boys, and that... (laughs) They were large guys. And then I grew up and, you know, I just thought this forever. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that Beastie Boys song. And and it wasn't until I was around age 10 and started listening to Weird Al. I'm like, oh, that was Weird Al's fat video. Oh, so you thought the guys in the beginning of the video who are, like, hassling Weird Al, that those were the Beastie Boys? I thought it was the main guy singing, which turned out to be Weird Al. I thought he was the Beastie Boy. <laughs> yeah, I always thought that music video was by them, and not a Michael Jackson song. Wow. Yeah. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> I know. I mean, obviously now I know, but... There's just, like, so many different levels of how wrong you were. Yeah, which is <laughs> odd, because I'm usually right. Yeah. They're yeah, ducks. Yeah, I know. They're ducks. Cool ranch, yeah. They're ducks. What about you? You got any music stories? What about any TV stories? Oh, I have sort of a TV story. Yeah, what's this one? Uh, I, up until, well, even now, I don't like getting out of bed at night, but when I was young, maybe six, seven, eight, I wouldn't get up to go to the washroom in the middle of the night because I thought, for some reason, that Slimer from the Ghostbusters would come and slime me. What? Yeah. So you thought Slimer was... Let's let's analyze this. You thought Slimer was real. Yep. And you thought he was specifically going to get you. 
he was targeting me. He was waiting outside my bedroom door. So if I went out of my room to the next room, which was the washroom, that he would slime me. Would he be waiting in the washroom? Uh, I always pictured him as waiting right outside my bedroom door. So I wouldn't even be able to get into the washroom. Oh, so you'd, you'd get slimed before then. Yeah, so it's like, well, why even get out of bed? Right. I'll just wait until the morning. It's not just like it was splashback that you misinterpreted as slime. There was no splashback. Okay. I didn't even get into the washroom. Wow. So I don't know where that came from. I don't know if that was because uh, my bedroom was on the same, like in the same hallway that my parents' bedroom was. Yeah. So I don't know if that was something they put into my head, like, don't get out of bed at night. Freaking stay in your room. You know, that reminded yeah. me, in one of the Diary of a Wimpy Kid books, there's, there's like a story about how one of the kids gets threatened to not get out of bed in the middle of the night and wake up the parents, or Shel Silverstein will come down the hall and scare him. And they <laughs> show somebody holding up one of Shel Silverstein's books with that same picture of him that was on the back of all those. <laughs> and your Slimer story kind of reminds me of that. Well, now I've got to pay homage to that. I have a painting of Slimer above my toilet in the main bathroom in my house. So that's why you have that? Yeah, and that's why it says I'm watching you pee. Oh, wow. Because it's right over the toilet, so it is. And then there's a mirror in front of it, so even if you are a female sitting down to pee, it's still watching you in the mirror. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, it always makes me feel a little creeped out to see Slimer on your wall. Good. I've got a list in front of me of just some of my weird stories. So sometimes I have a good transition and sometimes I'm just like, let's change the subject completely. So now I'm going to change the subject completely. When I was a kid, I believed I could see Egyptian maps when I closed my eyes. Specifically Egyptian maps. Yeah, it would get me through like pyramids and stuff. How? What are you seeing when you close your eyes? (laughs) If I would close my eyes and it was like kind of a bright day out, so you see a little bit of that red through your eyes. Oh, yeah. I would just like squeeze my eyes real tight. And then after a few seconds, I started seeing these things that looked like maps. And I was always convinced I should really write these down. This is my retirement plan here. (laughs) Did you ever write any of them down? Because that would be hilarious to just find in a box somewhere. No, no. And they, you know, looking back, they were kind of ridiculous like it was just lines everywhere they probably didn't make any more sense than playing adventure for atari the maps (laughs) were about that complicated that is bizarre that you you had them write to egyptian maps yeah i don't know why oh man so many so many strange (laughs) things happened in both of our childhoods and i'm guessing a few other people had these kind of things happen too in fact i'd be curious we can't be the only ones yeah no, yeah. Well, like, what are some strange things that uh, that the listeners believed as a kid? Like, I don't know. Were they ducks? No, they're not. They're turtles. No. Did anybody else call them ducks? No one did. Come you on. know what? Tweet us your answers. And I know it's always going to be like Team Duck because Cool Ranch Doritos won last time, too. But those are totally turtles. So tweet us at Pop Rewind Online and let us know. Yeah. And be sure to type Team Duck. Team Turtle. That way it's not just me. I think I'm just about out of stories. Are you? I think you have a couple more, don't you? No, but I pitched to our friend Sharon, who runs the Tumblr account, and she gave me a couple stories. Oh, let's delve in. 
So I've got four that I want to talk about. Uh, the first is when I was about 10, my parents were a Nielsen family. And I remember they sent this letter with a $2 bill in it. And I thought that was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. And so my parents gave me the book to fill out for the things that I watched. And I didn't really understand how ratings worked. But whenever something that I didn't like was on TV, I wouldn't even turn the TV on until it was over because I didn't want it to get high ratings. And that was my thought process every time. Got to turn off the TV because I don't want Dennis the Menace, the animated series to get high ratings. Oh, this is the Mr. Belvedere theme. Got to turn that off. No high ratings for you. Sorry. Another one was uh, up until I was about 15 or so, I didn't think other people could see the moon during the day because they never talked about it. When I told Lee about that, he went along for a long time saying, what do you mean you can see the moon during the day? That's crazy. And I didn't quite know if he was being serious. Speaking of seeing things, I also believed that the floaty things that you see in your field of vision sometimes were germs. I don't know where that came from. Uh, My favorite thing that I didn't understand as a kid was drinking and driving. I knew that you could die doing it and it was bad, but I didn't understand drinking alcohol or what that meant. So I always had like this low-grade panic whenever I was riding with somebody who was drinking coffee or soda or whatever. Uh, One time I asked my mom about it and I don't think she understood what I was asking, but she got pretty annoyed and said, well, it's not Diet Coke. It's, It's things like beer or wine. But to me, those were adult beverages on the same level as like coffee, which people drank while they drove all the time. So I didn't understand why that was okay. My mom got pretty annoyed with me asking. And so I I never brought it up again. But I was still really nervous whenever I rode in a car with somebody drinking Diet Coke. And that's a few of the strange things I believed as a kid. So I think that kind of wraps it up for, yeah. for this episode. What do you think? I think I need to call a therapist. Like, a lot of things came out this episode. Wow. We learned things about each other that we didn't know. We brought up some sore spots intentionally with each other that we did know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Small wonder <laughs> robot girl. <laughs> I think we should wrap this up with our recommendations. What do you recommend for people? I recommend that you give Small Wonder another chance. It's okay. now in syndication again on, what is that, Antenna TV? Antenna TV. Yeah. So you can find it on there, uh, usually on the weekends. Give it another chance and maybe have some dark soda, live a little. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty, that's a pretty interesting one. Yeah. Um, what are your uh, recommendations? I'm going to recommend that um, you only stick to clear sodas that Ooh. don't have NutraSweet. <laughs> that you located with one of your egyptian maps and you watch the movie who's johnny and you listen to the beastie boys while you play super mario brothers and beat the ducks and then at the end of the day you're going to be a ghostbuster that's your training yeah oh man i just described my whole life in 30 (laughs) seconds that was pretty painful Drinking soda and watching Small Wonder is pretty much mine, so, and and being crushed over the loss of George Jetson. Oh, man. I'm really sorry that that happened to you. 
the one that got away. Sounds to me like that wraps up another episode of the Pop Rewind podcast brought to you by poprewind.com. I've been Lee. I've been Linz. And we are on social media. Tell them all about it. Oh my gosh, we're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and SoundCloud and YouTube and Tumblr. We're on everything as Pop Rewind or Pop Rewind Online. Excellent. So until next time. Bye. Pop Rewind.com. <laughs>